That's the podcast coach for November 13th, 2021. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means, hey, it's Saturday. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the schoolofpodcasting.com. And joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Cullison from theaverageguy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Coming to you live off my hotspot. I woke up to no internet, and then they promised they'd have it by like 8.30 a.m. Central. Uh, we blew through that. So it's like, well, we're using the hotspot. Yeah, so let's pro- hope for the best. They're, they're probably going, <laughs> oh, did we? Did you mean today? Oh, oh no, 8.30, three weeks from Monday. now. Yeah. <laughs> We meant Monday, so it's always always good to be on Ask the Podcast Coach. Yeah, uh, good if, to be back. It was it, nice to take a week off. Yeah, it was it was weird. I was in Florida last week attending a podcast conference. It was called Podfest Origins, and it was billed to be intimate. Uh, but we also shared a hockey arena. Yes, a hockey arena with a bunch of blockchain Bitcoin people, yeah. and I got the world's best, uh, like. What do they call it? Backwards uh, compliment? Compliments? Yeah. yeah. I had back, the, back, backhanded compliment, it, I think. Yeah, backhanded. Because yeah. I went in there yeah. and I was so nervous because these guys are talking in nothing but acronyms. I mean, it was like, okay, but if, if it makes it to the chain and then the AKM, the AKM has to go into the NBC and then the blah, blah. And I was like, I'm like, and I'm going to talk to these people. I have like, I barely understand. I still don't quite understand blockchain. Like, but I went in and I explained how you can. Uh, basically stream Bitcoin to your podcast and how to do it and what was available and blah, blah, blah. And so that night at a networking event, uh, this guy came up, he goes, hands down, I got to tell you something. And I'm like, oh, okay, what? He's like, hands down, you were the best presenter of the whole conference. And I was like, oh, that's great to hear. Thank you so much. He goes, yeah, those other guys, man, a bunch of engineers and nerds, so boring. I was like, okay, so yeah, yeah they so don't the, really know what they're talking yeah, about. So just the, to be honest, so the, the bar <laughs> was set very, very low. Apparently, so no, it's good. That's good. <laughs> well, you're you do it a lot. You do this kind yeah. of presentation stuff a lot. So yeah. you should. So you should it was it. fun. But uh, you know, you know what I do a lot of. What do you do? Oh, little, I drink a lot of the coffee. Can you, coffee. Can you, we can hook can you up with that. Here? Can you help me out? I'm laughing. I'm like, wait, is is the pink button the coffee? It's been a while. <laughs> but of course, that that coffee is brought to you by. Our friend Mark over at podcastbranding.co. If you need uh, really anything to look professional, uh, last night I was making the, we'll talk about the backdrop behind me, but you'll notice there is that lovely School of Podcasting logo in a virtual background. And when I uploaded that, I was like, man, I'm so glad I used Mark over at podcastbranding.co. If you need a logo, if you need artwork, if you need a full website, if you need kind of a branding audit uh he can do all of that stuff if you need a lead magnet uh, i could go on i feel like that guy in uh forrest gump we're just if you need lead magnets uh logos artwork it's all there uh podcastbranding.co and the best part is mark's also a podcaster so he gets podcasting you don't have to explain all that other stuff so if you need something to look good go over to podcastbranding.co And, uh, of course, Jim is sipping out of that fine-looking mug, courtesy of Dan. Yeah, 
Based on a True Story podcast at true, based on a true story podcast.com. Big thanks to Dan for supporting the show and, and doing all that. It, uh, we, since we took the last week off, I put it, I did a tweet for him last week to say, Hey, you know, cause you, they, they, you, they pay for that, Dave. That's, yeah. it's, that's the hard part about sometimes when you have sponsors, got to fill that stuff in. So, Dan, thanks for letting us take a week off and thanks for uh, sponsoring this fine, this mug's going to last forever. And this it's working. The, you know why? Yeah. Uh, sponsoring Jim's mug is worth it because he's definitely picked up at least one new listener. That being Glenn, the geek. Really? Yeah. Oh, good. Went, went, good. Over, went over to check out his episodes on uh band of brothers. And uh, then Glenn is sending some feedback and Dan was like, Oh my gosh, you're Glenn, the geek. So <laughs> it was very cool. It's, it's some good stuff. It actually, so, you know, a Chris sent me some Island coffee, E I L A N D from mm-hmm. Richardson, Texas. And it was super delicious. So, Chris, thanks for sending that. I, I have not been able to stop thinking about that coffee. <laughs> like, every morning, I'm like, you know, I, I bought the, when it ran out, I bought the store, but, you know, the well, store isn't it, stuff. Isn't it laced with Oxycontin? Isn't that how that <laughs> works? <laughs> Listen, it's very possible. <laughs> just because kidding. I just, I, you know, of course, I could just not, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And so, Sarah was like, why don't you just buy it? So, I picked up three pounds. Shipping was free at that at that price point. Fifty bucks, I think. Shipping's free, and it and it arrived. I haven't it, it, this morning. It killed me not to put it in the grinder because I want to kind of use up what I've got in my grinder before I do it. But that's how this kind of marketing stuff works, right? I that's mean, it. they just planted that seed. So, Chris, thanks for planting the seed. Now I'm only going to be able to drink that that brew from from Island Coffee. Well, think about it, right? What did he do? He found somebody who was his target customer, target customer. This guy likes coffee. And then you make a product that's so good that you can't help people talk, but people talk about it. Well, we talked about it because you got free coffee, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah But yeah. we won't talk about it again. But, here, sponsor. <laughs> but here's the cool <laughs> this thing. This is though. not a sponsor spot. <laughs> but the, the magic is his product was so good. It was good that you have since reordered. That's the key. It's one thing to get them. It's another thing to get them to listen to that second episode. I know. I know. And I can't stop talking about it. It's so good. People are just like, and at first I was like, I don't know how different can it really be? You know, I've gotten, you've gotten that kind of stuff before. And you're like, how different can it really be? Well, apparently very, very different. And I just couldn't stop thinking about it. Well, I saw that in Facebook. I'm glad you brought that up. How do you make a podcast different? Mm-hmm. Somebody's like, how do you differentiate from all the other podcasts in your your space? And I was like, well, it is hard if you think about it. Like if it's, you know, if you take something like a sports show, like let's say there was three Cleveland Browns podcasts. I don't know how many there are, but, you know, I always say that the biggest advantage, if you do a TV show podcast the TV show, the official one from the network is never going to say, man, episode three was, uh, you know, they're not going to bash their own show. So that's one thing you're, you're, you can be a little more subjective than say a corporate or official show. But if it's three Cleveland Brown shows, I was like, well, I guess part of it is going to be the background of the host, um, the energy, the length, you know, um, there's, there's not a formula for, mm-mm. for, for people. I think it's just be, be authentic because you can't fake it for very long. Right. Yeah. I've said that before. You can't fake, you can't fake it. Eventually it'll come out and they'll find out. Right. So be authentic, have fun doing it. Look, you and I, there's not a, there's not a ton of incentive to show up on Saturday mornings. You know, you, there's, you, we got some Patreon <laughs> folks and right. 
But it's so much fun. And our audience says they just like coming out on Saturday mornings because it's fun. It's right? fun. And, and so we just, and, and that's just us being us. And so you just find that thing. And I think you got to play to your strengths on this. Like find out what you're really good at and then just do it a lot yeah. on your podcast. You know, Dan on, on, uh, based on a true story podcast.com, they get, you know, they get, he gets in depth and he's really good at, I couldn't do that. I could not, I couldn't do Dan's show. I just couldn't do it. I, I wouldn't be interested that long. I, I'm, I, I just can't do it, but he can, cause he's really good at it. You know, you're good, Dave. You, you're good at like, somebody has a problem. You could sit down and make a video to help them fix that problem right. very, very fast. Like you're very good at that. I've watched you. You make those videos in about three minutes and they're great. Like, and so I think you just got to, you got to find those things you're really, really good at and you enjoy. Otherwise you won't do it very well. Yeah, that's it. Key. Yeah. So, you know, play, like you said, play on your strengths yeah. and then double down on it and realize that not everybody's going to like that. That's the you're other right. thing. Yeah. And you might get lucky and go viral or it might get big, whatever, you know, what hardcore history. Yeah. You know, that, that was one like that could have, that could have lived in oblivion forever and no, you know, and had a hundred listeners, but for some reason it took off. Right. It broke all the rules, by the way, it was oh, too yeah. long. It was not frequent enough. <laughs> it was like, it broke all the rules. Yeah. So you, you just never know. Um, and we could play with our new toy, uh, yes. Today on StreamYard, if you go to supportthisshow.com slash StreamYard, Jim is now a member of the Ask the Podcast Coach team, and he can now pull things up on the screen. So, Yeah, like Jason said, I always thought that said cappuccino on the phone. You know, the song <laughs> that you play out there, right? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that great? Cappuccino. On. Yeah, okay, I can see that. It's it's one of those misread lyrics that works, right? Yeah. Pest control nuts is great, great background. You got kind of a cool background going on here. I, so now I can control the chat, which is super helpful to I to us, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah. I, I for me especially, it's like okay, cool, because it's. I mean, I have topics here we can talk about. You can watch the chat room, and so we're both kind of throwing things at each other. So. Yeah. One minute, I bring up a topic. You're the color commentary guy. You can bring up a chat thing, talk about it, and I can. It's going to be I very very happy because I asked Streamyard about a month ago. I said, "Hey, how can we do this?" And their answer was, "Just give Jim your login." And I went, "Uh, no, sorry, not going to work." So, um, yeah, my background. I am playing with a green screen. I I bought. I looked at the box. I, it's never been out of the box. I bought this in 2019 as a uh, Black Friday thing from Elgato, which is hilarious because I have Elgato lights. And I have found that uh, green screen is a bitch. It's just not as, and I thought, I've always heard, hey, as long as you have good lights, you're good to go. And it's it's just not as easy. I mean, I've got, let me see if I can do this. This is what I look like, right? So I've got some shadows here and I always hear I probably need more lights to really illuminate this because if you think about it, this shade of green is different than this shade of green. This yeah, is dark. you might need a light right behind you. Yeah, so that's where up. that's probably what I need. And I've tried yeah. doing this, but my little lights on the floor, especially when they're blue, are not helpful. And if, is it a stretch one or is it a pull down? It screen? is a. Um, it's it's really cool. It looks like your. Um, 
like one of those things for those of us that remember elementary school, we used to have a screen in the ceiling and you would pull it down. This is sitting on the floor and you pull it up and it locks. And then when I'm done, I just basically kind of, I think I push it back a little bit and it's, it's just a, a roll that's sitting on the floor on a spring. So I yeah. pull it up, it locks. And when yeah. I'm done, I push it back and it rolls back into it. It's really slick. Um, that, uh, and I forget what I paid for it cause it was two years ago on black Friday. And so I thought it would like, and it doesn't look horrible, but when, if we, if we put me on here, like when I look like glasses really mess it up, um, you'll notice my headphone is somewhat disappeared. I don't know. It's, and if I take it's actually my, pretty good though, I've seen yeah, worse. I, I've seen way hair worse. is kind of tough. This doesn't look as bad as I thought when I was playing with some stuff yesterday on zoom, Zoom is great, by the way. If you go into, I think it's special something. Like I had Zoom, uh, you know, I have the weird part where my, I have a spot on my mustache that has not turned gray yet. So it, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of a nice Adolf look. Uh, uh, Zoom actually will, will let you add mm-hmm. a, a, it also painted my lips bright pink, which was a good look for me. And I had like Groucho eyebrows. So if you want to have fun on Zoom, uh, that was great, but I don't I don't know if I was just getting too picky, but this doesn't look as bad as it did yesterday, but there are some things, and in the background I have with the the blinds here, kind of also maybe not a great background, but... Uh, I, no, did, it actually, I actually think for, for out the gate, I think it, it actually looks... Not bad. I think it looks pretty good. Yeah, I love the I love the offset logo. Yeah. I mean, listen, the, the, the real logo that you had in the background was tough to see oh, yeah. and get the angle and it was super dark. I mean, this actually lightens you up a little bit. Yeah. Gary um, Stockton says green screen's difficult. It's all about consistent lights, right? That's no it. bright spots yeah. that or dark spots. That's a problem. And if I want to go, if I want to go over to Pittsburgh, okay, now I'm in the Lipson office. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. and that's not, I mean, that's not bad. You can continue to kind of mess around with it. Records and bands says a little more separation. I think, you know, you getting farther away from your green screen a little bit would would would, would help give it more lighting. Yeah, it would, it would help on the lighting. Side I thought about that because the problem is it's sitting right in front of my bookcase, so I'm right. I'm kind of squeezed into my desk here. And I thought, huh? But you could move that bookcase and push it back all the way to the wall, right? Yeah. Well, the other yeah. thing I found out with my Elgato cam, which its whole thing is, hey, wide angle, and I'm like, I actually kind of need you to kind of zoom in a bit. Because all of a sudden it went outside of the screen and I was like, uh, so yeah, it's, um, you need four feet of separation. Okay. Well, uh, right now I've got about four inches. So four feet is hard because of course the farther back you get, the wider the screen needs to be. Yeah. So, you know, you get it. That's hard. I'm not saying he's wrong. Uh, right. By the way, it's probably right. Cause that's, that diffuses the light the best. But man, you got to have a four feet. You got to have a pretty big green screen. I mean, my my stuff back here is about that's maybe three or four feet back. Yeah, that would be a really wide green screen to cover that to, to cover that area. Yeah, and that's where if it's something going to do all the time, which is also we're learning again why many people do audio podcasts. You don't have to do this stuff. <laughs> Is that's uh, fun. It's I, fun. You, you're you're looking good. Yeah, I've seen people that you can buy just a big, huge, like banner, but it's a green screen, and if it's hanging on your wall, then in theory, it's going to be straight and no wrinkles and that whole nine yards. But I thought I would. I was just one of those things where yeah. I was playing around. I was like, you know, I've never got the green screen out of the out of the box. 
And I was laughing because it was an Elgato one. I was like, well, there you go. It's, now we've got the Elgato stream deck. We got the lights. It's like it's all Elgato all the time. So uh, it's no, it looks it looks pretty good. I think it for you. I mean, your background was pretty dark. Yeah. And and I I I think this is an improvement over your 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 real background. Yeah. As far as lighting, because it almost it almost lights you like it lights you a little bit better, which is it you know I, I, I the yeah it just lights you up a little bit better. So yeah. I, I kind of like this. The other one was more of a a dungeon kind of look. <laughs> so where I had the no, it's, the it's lights, what you had. it was a different look. Yeah. I was like, all right, yeah. yeah so yeah, this looks, I think this looks good. You've got. You have good uh, frontal lighting going on right now. Yeah. Like your face is lit well, and that's look good. I've been really working on my lights down here. I just I kind of got lazy over the last couple of years, and so I've kind of worked on different putting lights in different areas and getting different color lights and the and reflecting and diffusing the lights. I think is important, and I feel like I finally have it the way I like it. Like I'm now I'm like okay, I like this look. By the way, I'm I I. There's zero adjustments on my camera. So the goal was to try and get the lighting right. So I didn't have to always be adjusting my camera. The, the Brio that I have, the version of it, whatever, the Logitech version Brio that I have. When you start monkeying with the settings, it does some really weird things to the, to the actual image. Some things will start getting a little, you know, like a little fuzzy kind of stuff. And so, I was trying to go zero zero changes, and I and I think I'm there. I like it. Yeah, I know the um, the Elgato face cam. They have a zoom feature, but because it's not, I guess, the physical lens or whatever, you know, it's a digital zoom. That there's you can zoom a little, but when you really start zooming in and out, it's like, yeah, that's not. Uh, you don't. Yeah, on a on a camera. Listen, you don't really want to be doing using zoom if yeah. it's digital. <laughs> it's never good. I mean, it's always, it's always kind of a, it's like, that's like a copy of a copy of a copy on a copier. Remember in the old days? When oh you do, yeah. Right. You do a copy You're of talking a copy. My language, copy. man. <laughs> yeah, That's like, a, that's digital zoom for in, in, in some cases. This is why all our cell phones have gone to having multiple lens or, you know, lenses yeah. on them because yeah. they want to get a wide angle. They want to get, you know, the right, the right kinds of things to them. So, you just don't if you if you can avoid using a digital zoom, please do. It's it's they're almost never very good. Yeah, we the C920 ended up at my church, and oh. somebody was asking, like, "Hey, can you zoom in?" I said, "I've already zoomed in so that we're not looking at the back of people's heads." I go, but you know, I can zoom in more. I said, but you're going to end up looking super pixelated and that whole nine yards. And you are definitely not, by the way, pixelated right now for for your oh. hot. For your hot spot, you're actually looking, you know, doing okay. Yeah, you're getting, looking good. Getting okay in there. All yeah. right. Well, that's that's good. I I did. I was downloading. I was. I'm a little late to my production game this weekend. Typically Friday night, I do all the video edits and move everything over to the you know to this to to YouTube and Auphonic and all those other kinds of things. So I was trying to sneak that in this morning. Didn't uh, didn't necessarily work. <laughs> hey, um, records and bands has got a question yeah. out there in his chat. So it may be a little late, uh, or I might be a little early. Uh, but this will be my first Christmas slash holiday period podcasting. Any tips for navigating it? Getting episodes out, holiday specials, getting guests when you know guests can be hard to get. Yeah, they can be. I, I think for me, a little planning up front. You know, if you can, maybe if there's a topic that is evergreen. 
in your niche, you know, get that recorded. And that way, you know, maybe have a couple in the can so that, you know, there's going to be all sorts of, you know, holiday activities and family stuff and that whole nine yards to do. I know I usually bust out. I have a bunch of uh, like Christmas jingles and music that I'll use for transitions. I always wonder like, what about the person that finds this three years later in July? Yeah, right. Then that, all of a sudden, does that bait it a little it's, bit? 90% of your audience is going to listen to it during that period. So like, you, you, but there's that 1% that's like you said, three years ago, yeah. three years later in July. Yeah. Um, you, know. you can do the Evo Terra. Evo Terra does this every year. He taught. Is that he, a dance? The Evo Terra? It is. Everybody do <laughs> the, the new Evo. Dance on yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but Evo calls it his long winter's nap and he takes off uh, at the end of November and comes back in January. He just takes December uh, off. But yeah. again, there we go back to that example of how do you take time off properly? You announce it and then you say when you're coming back and he does. So that is one way to handle it. I know a lot of people think that, Oh, maybe I shouldn't do a podcast because nobody's listening. Cause we, but on the other hand, I know when I'm out shopping, I put my earbuds in. I'm walking back when we had malls. I used to walk around the mall listening to podcasts. Uh, when you're going over the river and through the woods, you might be listening to a podcast. I don't know. Do you? Does your podcasting listening change at all? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. No, because I don't. Well, depends if I'm traveling. I don't travel around the holidays. We're almost always here. Yeah. Uh, for it, we get, you know, the kids are in town, so we're almost always here. I guess it would change a little bit. I'm thinking, you know, here, here in the United States, if you celebrate Thanksgiving and Christmas, those are both kind of, you know, I move my show from Thursday because Thanksgiving's on a Thursday. I move it to Friday. And over the last couple of years, I've just had my daughter on it. So it's her and I, she, oh, nice. the community loves her. So it's a chance for her and I just to podcast. So we, we've, we have kind of a special show. So that's kind of one way you can do it. This year, as you is you know, records and bands just asked this question. I was kind of thinking, should I take two weeks off for Christmas? Like, you know, that the end of the year or, or maybe even three. I don't have anything scheduled in them yet, but you know, just get through the holidays and enjoy, kind of enjoy a break. You know, I've done five hundred and fifteen of these things, so maybe it's time for a break. And I think that's okay. Yeah, I, I think yeah. some of it, as always, would depend. So if you're doing a fair amount of affiliate marketing. Oh boy, that's a great point. Put that back up there. Uh, Diane says, uh, uh, maybe a compilation of the best of here's the key for me with the best of episodes. If you're going to plan on doing those pull clips out as you do them, because otherwise you're like, Oh, I'll just pull some clips from the whatever 20 hours of podcasts that I have. That means you got to listen to 20 hours of your show to make an hour where if you think that someday you might have a best of show, when you do something that you go, oh, that's best of worthy, pull that clip and put it in a folder so that when you go to do the best of show, it's super easy. It's That's something that I've thought about, and I, I have a best of folder somewhere, but I, I've yet to, I haven't done anything that's best yet. So I'm like, all right, well, but... It's it's a great so idea. You have a folder, but you haven't put anything in it? No, it's there. <laughs> I think I have one. Uh, I think I started a, an episode where I, I was taking clips of other people's shows to say, this is why I think this was valuable, and this is mm -hmm. why I thought this was yeah. good kind of thing. 
but um, I think if, if you are going to go back, Dave, if you're going to go back and do best of, it's a great opportunity. If you're not a regular listener of your own show, going back and listening, by the way, listen in two times because you, you, yeah. you, you, you can, it'll, you can get through it a lot faster, but this may be a great opportunity at the end of the year, whenever you're doing this to kind of go, how did I do? Like, have I gotten better? Are there things that I won't, I shouldn't do again? You're, you're far enough away from that content that it's fresh for you again. And so it just may be a great opportunity. If you're not a listener, a regular listener of your own show, maybe a great opportunity to go back and learn. Yeah. Stefan says, maybe let people vote on the best pieces of your podcast. I've thought about that. Where, what if you asked people, yeah. what was your favorite episode this year? You know, maybe as a kind of a question of the month kind of thing and see what's resonating with people. Um, she also says here, uh, maybe if there's a question that you ask every guest every time, that again goes back to planning, but that would be cool to compile all those together. Um, but I was going back, if you're doing a lot of affiliate marketing, now would not be the time to not do a podcast because this is where everybody's shopping. So it, it I, again, I think we have kind of a, well, it depends on what you're doing, but as always, if it's a conflict of podcaster family, uh, family first always hands down wins. So, but uh, it's um, I, I like the I like the idea. Leo Laporte does this. He lets his audience do this for him. Mm-hmm. So they say, "Hey, submit your favorite your favorite spots." If you get you know, depending on how long your podcast is, if you get three to five of those, your best to show is built. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah, and that's the other thing. Keep in mind is if you normally do a forty-five minute show, and you want to put out one that's twenty, you're allowed to because it's a special show. Yeah, it's your show. You can do whatever you want. That's the beauty <laughs> of it. Yeah, um, it's it, it's nice. It's nice that way. I I think just think through. You know, just kind of think through it. Go ahead. Um, Mystic Max says I tried to order a pop filter like you have. It was listed at, and this is at BSW USA. They actually make these. Why Electrovoice does not have a pop filter that fits the RE20, or in this case, the RE320, was shipping and tax. It came to 75 bucks. Yikes. That's a whole lot of tax and a whole lot of shipping for something that weighs next to nothing. Wow. And you could go with one of those bigger pop filters, but I love the size of that pop filter. Like small, it, it's compact. It's not this big. I've, I've, you know, um, interviewed folks or done stuff and they got the big pop filters and they're like <laughs> leaning against their face. You know, it's like, ah, I don't, for a video podcast, that's not great. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's not bad at all. It's like, hi, Jim. Thanks for uh, coming. He said, talking behind a piece of paper. Yeah. Uh, oh, exactly. Yeah. That's kind of, boy, that's a lot of, wow. Holy cow. That's always fun when you're like, Hey, I'm giving away my book. Click here. You just have to pay for shipping. And you find out that shipping is 30 bucks and you're like, wait, you're, you're right down the street. <laughs> this is where Slick Deals is such a good service for me where, you know, go to slickdeals.net, put in, a, do a search for what you're looking for. Then there's a button that says, make an alert out of this. And you click on that. And then it'll send you, you have to create an account, but it'll send you whenever those kinds of things come up, it'll just send you an email. And I can't, Dave, I can't tell you, I don't, you know, I get a lot, like my searches are like DeWalt and black and decker right because i that's how i buy my tools i buy most of my tools off of off of slick deals so i end up deleting a lot of emails but it has saved me you know batteries going on sale or a particular tool that i've been i've been looking for 
Um, same thing with podcasting equipment. You might, you know, you might be watching for something. Get that in a slick deal alert. And uh, and there's other services. Slick deals may not be available in your region, but um, there are other services that do this as well. But it, it's a great way to kind of step. You do have to filter through a ton of emails because yeah. you're going to get a lot of you're going to get a lot of hits that you're like, nah, no, nah, I'm not ready. I want to buy it. No, no. But it was um, I needed a generator. You know, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was thinking, okay, it's probably time to buy a power generator. If we lose power, we do that from time to time. And I set up a select deal alert and I got one for half price. Like, nice. and, you know, generators are not cheap. New. So it was a $1,500 generator that I got for 750 bucks. So um, that, that can be handy, especially this time of year, because it picks up all the Black Friday deals. Do you know, is Daniel doing his Black Friday stuff this year i think he is because i got a notification of uh it's a plug-in it's oh man it's driving me nuts but there was a plug-in that was on sale that has a very bizarre name it's like evil goodness or chocolatey devil or something that's it's like wait what's um i forget the name of the plug-in but yeah he's so he's doing his um i forget his website that he has for that but he always puts out deals and things like that. And speaking of deals, Dave has a question about, I'm wondering if this is a good deal, good website host, WordPress hosting. So I'll let Jim talk about Maple Grove Partners. <laughs> you want me to start off with that? Yeah. Uh, we have a sponsor over on Home Gadget Geeks, maplegrovepartners.com. 10 bucks, kind of WordPress optimized. It's a small, it's a small business that does this. This is not, you're not, this is not the big, you know, blue host or whatever, but you know, we, we say secure, reliable, high-speed hosting, and it just kind of works. He's a super secure security nut. You don't even get a cPanel. It's like, give me your stuff. We'll get it set up, and it's going to be great. And so if you want to check it out, uh, $10 a month, plan start at 10 bucks a month, maplegrovepartners.com. Dave, who else besides Maple Grove would you? Well, would if you it's for a podcast, I'm a big fan of, of PodPage. Um, By the way, that that ten dollars for Maple Grove includes hosting, uh, media hosting. That's web and media hosting. So he does he does both. He does both. Yeah. No, and there's no limits. Ah, interesting. I uh, yeah. I personally wouldn't host on my media host, but if anybody could handle it, Christian it's could. Christian. Yeah, he does. Yeah. It's it's optimized for it. He he built it around me. <laughs> so he was like, how do you build, how would we build an infrastructure around a podcaster? And he kind of built that around me. And he's got, you know, he's got. I don't know how many. He's got a bunch of customers yeah. and some listeners are customers too. I still use GoDaddy and I just saw somebody the other day is like, I hate GoDaddy. They nickel and dime you to death. And I was like, eh, they work okay for me. I, I think it's just one of those where they've, got, they've gotten better. Yeah. I think they've got, it, it seems like with, especially with shared hosting, what might be happening is, you know, you have a server somewhere and you've got a boatload of, uh, you know, customers on that box and i think in some cases they overload the box and all of a sudden you're the person that is saying whoever that host is is bad and so you move to someplace else and you'll have 15 other people who aren't on an overcrowded box it's like i've never had a problem so i think it's just one of those things um but i've never used wordpress.com as a host i know they offer free stuff but then you're you know, if you want a, a real website from those guys, you end up paying $15 like everybody else does. So, mm-hmm. but uh, Jim, you're, you're looking thirsty over there. I am. Can you, can you fill me back up? We, we can we fill go. you back up. And uh, you were talking about slick deals. Well, you know who else is slick? Uh, and that, of course, would be our awesome supporters. And we are talking about 
Uh, well, first of all, we always want to thank the. Uh, oh, this the, is different. Like it kept me in the like. I'm still here. Usually, when you go to this view, I drop out. Ah, yeah, I see. This that. is the picture because this is the picture, picture in picture. picture. Oh, so, so that, now we can this, point over at the at dog. Yeah. So, yeah. So now the stream yard, they added this new, this new look picture in picture. It, for, it may not be the best one though, Dave, because I'm covering up. Right. Cover, yeah, it will, yeah. will take yeah. us out. Yeah. But this would be great if you were, you know, if I put us back, can I drag us anywhere? Can I put you? Nope. Uh, no, but you could go if the, the, the uh, one, there you go. We could go this way. That'll work. Yeah. I like this one because it keeps your branding in there. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So, uh, but we're looking at a big giant dog with big giant ears. Uh, and that is because we're talking about the Dog Podcast Network. If you've got a dog and you need something to listen to while you are walking the dog, they've got short shows, long shows. In fact, did you know that you can listen to the Dog Podcast Network no matter what you're doing? Like you could actually listen to the Dog Podcast Network in your car. What with or without your dog? Dog Make is sure not the required. dog is in the car, not outside <laughs> with the leash. That's not going to work. It would be bad. But if you like all things dogs, check out dogpodcastnetwork.com. And then we always thank our twenty dollars supporters, awesome people like Glenn the Geek, who will be coming on the uh, School of Podcasting again. His presentation had some stuff that I was like, it's kind of a because of my podcast story. Um, so you'll be hearing that coming up on the School of Podcasting, maybe this week, maybe next week. We'll see. But find Glenn over at horseradionetwork.com, uh, Shane over at tourpreneur.com. So if you operate a tour business or plan on starting one, uh, this podcast is for you. Ed Sullivan over at soniccupcake.com. So if you need an audio editor, uh, Ed can definitely uh, add that icing on the top of your show. Uh, Felix over at the Latin Podcast Awards. Uh, and I need to say this here, Jim. It's okay, Felix. You're fine. I'm not mad at you. Because here's what happened. Felix came to me one time at an event. He says, hey, I'm going to start the School of Podcasting in Spanish. And I was like, oh, cool. Awesome. Have fun. And what I didn't understand is he was being literal. He started a show called the school of podcasting in Spanish. And I thought he like started like, and so I was like, wait, you actually named it the school of podcasting. And I was like, dude, that's kind of not cool. And he's like, so he's really worried. And I was like, all right, you know what? I'm not learning Spanish anytime soon. I have an idea for that. We can talk about it. All after, right. Uh, after. But fine. So Felix, you're fine. I don't hate you. We're, we're good. Uh, Latin podcast awards.com. I still have it. Cause he's like, Oh, we'll just go to. And I was like, dude, I did, you know, uh, don't know. So anyway, so don't worry about it, Felix. We're good. Uh, Max Trescott over at aviation news talk.com. Uh, he is a 2008 national CFI of the year. Again, aviationnewstalk.com. Uh, if you are looking again for another audio editor, check out KJST Media. That is an LGBTQ plus founded company. I found this out today um, that if you are being written about in Variety Magazine, so, you know, how often that happens, and you just put LGBTQ, they will put the, the parentheses SIC, which means, hey, I'm quoting them. I know that's wrong. He's missing a plus. So it's LGBTQ plus uh, founded company focused on helping all levels of podcasters to grow their podcast, regardless of what you're looking for. Caden is there to help you. Check him out at uh, KJSTmedia.com. 
Greg over at Debt Shepherd. If you're looking to uh, tune up your finances, he teaches financial wellness over at DebtShepherd.com. If you have a true crime or a comedy or a scary story, then you need to go over to IndieDropIn.com. They've got a whole audience over there that just consumes that kind of stuff. And you could throw Greg a couple episodes and he would put it in front of his audience. Check him out at IndieDropIn.com. Kim over at Toastmasters101.net. If you're looking to develop your voice or reduce your editing time or improve your content, uh, Toastmasters101.net. If you, he's in the chat room, you know him, you love him. Uh, Michael Delaney from Baby Mountain Radio Productions, where podcasting and hard work are made fun. Check him out at babymountainradio.com. And if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. And if you don't want to do that monthly thing, check out askthepodcastcoach.com slash store, where you can buy my book, do a one-time donation. The book, by the way, ask the or, uh, Profit from your podcast, also available now to be, uh, if you want it signed, we can do that. But uh, you had an idea for the Latin Podcast Awards. Yeah, well, we're so the, the sc- next time, school podcasting, next Spanish. time someone comes to you, Dave, and says, hey, I, can, can I, I want to do that. I just want to do it in Spanish. You say, well, that's okay, but I'd like to license you to do that. And it doesn't have to be a paid licensing. Like it, 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 it but it would... Like we say when when you and I talk about you get a co-host and that the first thing you do is talk about money right. and you get the agreements laid out you, every year you check with me hey you're still good yes Dave you get everything like that's that's our agreement right but maybe maybe smart to just drop a document of that's an agreement it's a memorandum it's like hey here's what you can and can't do with it now and it may it may come with like if you monetize this. I'd like a certain percentage of whatever you monetize it with. And then some agreements to like what you can and can't use with the name. That way it kind of flushes out all those expectations early. And there isn't a, ah, gotcha. Oh, I didn't really know. You can kind of this licensing agreement. The other thing it does is it gives you, you, Dave, the ability to revoke that license. If it's not going the direction you want that to go, especially if they're using the brand. Right. I mean, if they're using the school of podcasting brand and all of a sudden it goes a little sideways, yeah. having an agreement says, you know what, I can terminate this at any time. And well, that's some the, of those. That's the fun thing. Felix could be over there saying, I want to massage your grandmother. And I, I wouldn't know. I can. Yeah, I can right. say uh, yo soy el hombre, which is I am a man. I might be able to ask you if you like apples at this point. I'm trying to learn Spanish um, hmm. just for the fun of it, because for me being kind of coming from a teaching background, if you're not learning something, uh, you're going backwards. Uh, so, and I like to keep, it's to me, it's like exercise for your brain. They say learning a language is something that's, because it, it's not easy. It's easy when you're like seven, but uh, I've been trying to um, to do that. And it's, it is not as easy as it sounds. So no, no, but get those expectations done. done. Like get them out, yeah. get them out there, talk about it and just, it doesn't need to be this, this, sometimes the, this term in Disney, and unfortunately, is pretty, it's kind of ruined this. But sometimes that term licensed, it's this is a license, it gets right. a little, gets a little, it just protects everybody in the process. Right. So, you know, you don't, you don't, you can get a lawyer involved if you think that's necessary, have them draw that up and sign it, whatever. You can have an, a memorandum or agreement between you to do it. Sometimes it's just good and healthy to kind of get that, to get that worked out but the the most important thing in this most important have an end date in that thing 
don't mm. make it forever. Like, yeah, say we're going to renew this on a annual or, a bad or idea. every two years or whatever. I mean, even some of the craziest, you know, even the Panama Canal was only was only good till 1999, right? <laughs> so, yeah, like you just it's it's good to have some kind of ending point on that. You can always renew it. You know, you can have a automatic renewal in there that takes place, but just something to protect yourself. Absolutely. Uh, if you're watching us on Clubhouse, uh, you can raise your hand. Of course, if you're watching us live at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live, you can just throw your question in the chat. Or if you want to jump into the video, there's a chair right behind me in the conference room here. Um, just go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash join. I did find a, a note in Facebook from Sarah, and it just kind of reminds me of a lot of podcasters. She says, hello, everyone. Okay, uh, so I'm feeling frustrated today. I feel like no one is listening to my podcast, although I can tell from the analytics some that some people are. I feel like I'm producing quality content, and we're going to come back to that statement. Uh, I just, It's just inspirational interviews with all sorts of artists and creative people about their journeys as artists and their creative process. Uh, we're going to come back to that. I feel like they're... Might be some people who would be interested in that, but I have no clue how to find those people. Uh, And then even when I share posts about my podcast on Facebook, no one in all caps sees them. Welcome to Facebook. I'm sorry, meta. I, I think this is because if Facebook thinks it's something you could pay to promote, they want to make uh visible in their algorithm, I've tried uh, getting a bunch of people to like and comment. I've tried not posting links in the post, but in the comments, I've even tried just talking about the podcast with a picture of my cats, but they still don't show up to anyone. Again, welcome to Facebook. This is only relevant because I have a ton of creative slash artistic friends who do really like my episodes when they remember to check them out. We'll come back to that, which would be easier if you could see the sports. I also post about it on Instagram and Twitter, but I don't just use these platforms in a promotional way uh, like I post other content. I understand making big brands pay for advertising, but don't make any. Uh, but I don't make any money with this podcast. It's just a labor of love. I also know a lot of my friends in bands and a lot of my author friends have the same frustrations about no one seeing their stuff. So uh, still, I know the goal is to reach an audience of people who are just interested in the topic, but don't happen to be my friends. Does anyone have any suggestions about getting more visible in the Spotify or Apple algorithm or find more of an audience or any helpful words of wisdom? And Jim, that is the direct, uh, uh, Jim is shaking his head left to right right now. And I named this, I have a card in Trello right now. You know what I named it? What? Ugh. Yeah. Well, okay. But, but we, it's a we, new person. That's the thing. No, right on. Listen, I got in trouble the other, the other week by, <laughs> by being insensitive right. about these kinds of things. And it's, listen, it's a real question. And when you're first starting, it's you, you, I, we see this style of question all the time, right? Of like, how do I find more listeners? And and you're never gonna, for the most part, you're never gonna Jones the iTunes or the the Spotify algorithm. You're just not gonna. <laughs> do you got to do all the right things, right? Do the right things, make great content. But you know, I've been at this 
at work, I've been at this for eight or nine years now. And I just now I'm starting to get some traction in areas like LinkedIn. And I still don't, listen, I have to have partners who do Instagram because I can't, I'm never going to be an Instagram influencer. It's just not going to happen. But I tell you what, I got, I got some, I got something going on on LinkedIn. Like I've been working my LinkedIn profile for, for a couple of years, right? Emphasis on work and years. Like I have been working my I mean, I'm, I'm on it all the time. I'm answering questions. I'm, and I'm not just randomly following people on LinkedIn. I'm finding people that fit my niche that where it makes sense. You know, some of those kinds of things. I'm 11,000 connections on LinkedIn now. And it like, it moves some things when I post stuff. Right. But that didn't happen yesterday. Like that happened over the last five years. So I want to say to these folks, like, it's great that you're trying to do this. Get busy, <laughs> get busy finding people, get busy talking to people, get busy following people, get busy creating great content. It will come. You just got to do more of it. Stop asking how and start doing now. Ooh, that, that, that preaches, right? Stop asking how start doing now. Bam, write that one down. There we go. Um, I feel like I'm producing quality content. Well, don't feel and don't think. Take somebody that's not related to you and not your best friend from high school and get some feedback so that you know. I mean, I can only talk about my own stuff. My last four episodes have been based directly on feedback that I've received from people, and I've had more emails from my audience saying, that was a really good episode. And I was like, well, shocking. If you give people what they want to hear, uh, they think it's good. Um, it's, it's just inspirational interviews with all sorts of, uh, artists and creative people. Please remove the word just keep that always 10 feet away from your podcast. I'm just a hobby podcaster. I just have 30 downloads. I just, no, it's not a just thing. Like that kind of demeans whatever the heck you're doing. Keep the word just away from your, your podcast. Um, and then the Facebook thing. You know, don't be shocked that it's not showing your stuff to everybody. Uh, it, it, Facebook is a mess. Yeah. Like, it, just, it, it's a thing. We use it for our family messaging. And I actually have some groups that I, that we use for mm-hmm. work. I hate it. I got to get out, got to get off of it. Um, we're working on that. But yeah, you, but you got to do, a, and then what I think what I have found is I have different, audiences, you know, I have this tech show and I got the work stuff and they're in different places. So I've got to have kind of a different, I mean, on the work side, they're definitely on LinkedIn. Definitely. (laughs) If I were to skip LinkedIn at this point, I would be missing tons of people. Right. But my tech, my my tech, they don't know. I I post a home gadget geeks thing on LinkedIn and they're like, what is this? And when did you start doing it? (laughs) Like, why are you posting this here? Aren't you a, isn't your show you know, and, and, but on Twitter, that's, you know, Twitter and discord and some of those other, those groups, that's, that's where they know it. So, well, I'm, I'm going to show something on the screen here. This is my audible account and you'll see where there's quite a few books in here. Many of them have listened about 25% of the way cause they lose me, but this one at the top, you're, you're talking about quit. What was the catchphrase again? Um, quit asking why, um, oh, shoot, I should have, uh, I should have written that down. <laughs> It's gone already. But it's I'm, it, like, I'm, I'm listening to Will Smith's book and he's very much he, he talks about how his manager and this is a guy that just works it. He talks about how his dad made him and his brother build a brick wall 
and it was big. And they're like, we can't, we're, I'm nine years old. I can't build a brick wall. And he's like, just do one brick and make it the best brick you've ever done. And his dad was very much a, he, he said, there's two ways this is going to work. You're either going to accomplish your mission or you're going to die. That's a little extreme, but it gave him a great work ethic. And he kind of talks about how he was a rapper and then that kind of went halfway sideways and then the Fresh Prince thing. And he said, one day his manager looked at him and said, what are we doing here? He goes, what do you mean? Like, I think things are good. The TV show's good. And he's like, yeah, but what, like, what's the goal? Like, what's the over, like, what do you want to do, Will? What do you want to do with your life? And Will threw out some stuff. And finally he said, uh, all right, well, I want to be the biggest movie star in the world. And his manager said, that's a goal. And what they did was they they planned and they, they looked at their market and they said, they looked at like the top grossing movies and what were they? And they all had aliens or some sort of special characters. There was a love story and I forget there was one other ingredient. So then they looked and they just broke it down. And that's how he, and if you think about it, he did, a, he did uh, Independence Day. He did Men in Black. Um, but all of them had a love story often in them. He just looked like, what do people want? Like, what do people go to the movies for? And then he did those kinds of movies. It's, it was, uh, he was basically the same character in all those movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was just Will Smith in yeah. all those, in all those movies. And the other thing that's really interesting about Will plagued, plagued by imposter syndrome. Just, just uh, the whole time he's, he's breaking box offices and he calls himself a coward. He's like, ah, I'm still a coward though. It's like, he's huh. getting fit right now. I, I don't know if you followed him right now, but he is getting, he, he's on a journey to fitness and dude, that guy has leaned down hard. He is looking good. Well, here's the thing yeah. that he's doing, which is an interesting thing. We talk a lot of times on this show. Should I have a YouTube channel? His right. YouTube channel is got him showing his, boy, we talk about being um, vulnerable. He's showing at one point in his one episode, he quit. And this is a guy, he had two options. You either accomplish your mission or you die. Quitting was not an option. And so, but it shows him in some cases reading his book. Like the one scene was interesting. He was reading the chapter about his kids to his kids. Um, His dad used to beat the snot out of his mom. And he and his mom had never talked about that at all, ever. Um, But it's interesting because the episode where he quits was simply because he was trying to write a book and lose 20 pounds in 20 weeks at the same time. And because Will kind of has this Superman complex, he, you know, so he said, it's weird. I have to stop the show about how I'm losing weight so I can focus on my book and then come back and lose weight. He just realized there, there comes a time when you can't do everything. And I mm-hmm. thought that was super. I was like, you know, and you see uh, he's, he came back after the book was done. And kind of picked up where he left off. So I was like, man, that's just a great example of you can't always do everything you want when you want to do it. Some things you got to kind of go, yeah, we'll do this later. I just had a conversation last night. I took a position at my church. So I now have three jobs. Um, I have the school of podcasting. I have Libsyn. And then I'm doing this kind of promotions thing for my church. And I called them. I said, I can't do this. And they said, why? I said, because I accepted the job when I wasn't traveling. I said, I traveled last weekend, and when I travel, everything goes out the window. I said, so I can't be the guy. Uh, I said, I still want to do this. I'll just do it for free, but that way you guys aren't counting on me. I said, I want to be unreliably uh, reliable. (laughs) 
you know, and they said, no, no, no. They, I thought I had to produce stuff every month. They're like, no, we're looking like once a quarter. I'm like, okay, that I can do. Oh, good. But it was a case where I had to look up and go, yeah, I can't do this. It's like not, I was going to say, can I start this in like March? And they're like, no, no, you're good. Don't, don't worry about it. But again, it's, you have to have those awkward conversations. So for a lot of folks, I feel like, so say you make a really good sandwich, right? You're just a good sandwich maker and you're saying you got three or four of them and you're like, you know, I had to, I had to make a sandwich. I had to do a, I may ought to make a sandwich shop. Right. And then you, and then they're like, but I don't have any capital to buy materials and equipment. I can't, I can't spend any money on having the right facility. I can't rent a place to do it. So I'm just going to try and do it out of my house and I'm going to try and do it with what I currently have. And I'm going to sell the sandwiches from my driveway. Well, your audience is going to be pretty limited at that point. It's basically who drives by and folks who drive by are, you know, are you, how do you get them to stop and buy a sandwich from you? Right. And that, at that point, that's a, that's a, it's a very similar as you're thinking about starting, you know, if you're thinking about starting a podcast and you're not willing to put any capital into the start of it, right. You're kind of just doing your podcast from your driveway and your audience is limited and small. And you, you, you know, at some point, if you want this thing to grow, Dave, you got to do what entrepreneurs do. They spend money. Yeah. <laughs> like they spend money on advertising. They spend money on marketing. They spend money on equipment. They spend money on things to give away. And I think this holds more people back. And I only say this because it this is this holds me back. I'm cheap. And and sometimes I don't want to I don't want to take that chance of buying something to, you know, Chris sent me that pound of coffee, right? Well, that pound of coffee is probably gonna turn me into a lifetime customer. But Chris is like, they probably cost him 20 bucks, maybe a little bit more. Let's say 20. Yeah, just we'll call it 20. Yeah. Cost them 20 bucks to get me as a customer. Right. And w- sometimes we you're like, well, yeah, I want more customers, but this is my hobby. And you kind of go, then you really don't want more customers. Right. I mean, you know, that's, it's just, that's the thing <laughs> I'm struggling with is I, I still kind of don't understand the phrase hobby podcast. There are times like we, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Like on one hand, I am a hobby guitar player. I don't do it for a living. I just spent $300 yesterday on a new piece of equipment. Why? Because it's fun. But it's it's that weird thing where like when does a hobby podcast stop being a hobby podcast? And I was thinking about that with athletes, right? If you're, you're a professional athlete, when you start making money with it. And I was like, is that the difference between a hobby podcaster and a pro podcaster? I was like, I don't... I don't know, but yeah, it's, I love the person that says, I don't have any money to spend on advertising while they sip their Starbucks, playing their Xbox, and then DoorDash shows up. And I was like, come on now. Yeah, no, you got to, you got to make some of the investments. I mean, you're just going to have to do, you have to, you have to act like an entrepreneur, right? If you want, if you want, if you know, if you want to be, I think Randy in the, in the chat room is saying, you know, he's talking about starting a local, he started a, yeah. You know, hyper local. I I have a very hyper um, niche niche audience in these certified strengths coaches that I do for Gallup. You know, we have eleven thousand of them, which is a pretty good number. But could, am I ever going to see a million downloads of you know for an episode? Probably not, because I'm I'm a. It's a very you know it's it's not only strengths, it's Clifton strengths. It's like so. 
the I have to I have to kind of know what my numbers can be. Now, those those listeners that we do have, they are hyper engaged, which means right. when we talk, they listen, right? So it it has its own it has its own thing. Um, it has its own measurement. And it's not just about all the numbers. It's about the level of engagement that those customers have with you in what you're doing. In a hyper-local or in a hyper-niche podcast, those listeners are, are actually worth a little bit more or maybe a lot more in some cases because they're very engaged. Well, that's it. It's I, I'm, I'm starting to, to grasp more that as much as we all like, I need more downloads, I need more downloads. What you need are the right downloads. I would rather have... 500 X DJs download my podcast about podcasting than 500 whoever, you know what I mean? It's like, it's a matter of attracting the right people. If the goal is to either a, you know, have an engaged audience or B monetize the thing. It's, it's not, you know, I, I am not a, Oh, let me think of something. I just, I'm not a golf. Like when you make me watch golf, I will squirm in my seat. I understand. I I admire the talent and things like that, but watching golf on TV is just painful to me. It's up there with baseball. Uh, I love baseball in the stadium with you're there and the you know it's fun, but you know uh, I'm just not going to be that person. So when you have the right people listening to your show, it may be a smaller number, but it's I've had uh, I've interviewed a few people that have moved communities off of Facebook. And they've moved it to something where they paid like circle. So they end up with, in some cases, uh, like 90% of their, their community did not make the move. They have 10% of what they had, but they have much better, much deeper and more um, relevant conversations. And the one person I talked to, you said, go into Facebook and click on your groups and click on see more or whatever it is. He goes, you'll be amazed at how many, uh, same thing with Facebook. Look at how many subscribes uh, channels you subscribe to. It's easy to subscribe to a group and stuff. He goes, but when you have to, in his case, he's actually charging for his group. And he goes, so the people that are there, the people that want to be there. And he goes, that's what I want. He goes, that's the right people. So it's kind of uh, kind of interesting that way because I, I do know we all we love that number. Our ego loves it when it goes up. So. Um, Let's see here. We've got some some questions here coming in. Well, hold, let's hold these that for, the post, that's show, that's for the post show. That's true. Yeah, we've got coming up here towards Holy the end. Cow, so, that went quick. Know. So Working Cows podcast got a great question. I uh, I think we should cover that one. Yeah. On the other side of this. Yeah. Well, speaking on the other side, what's coming up on the other side of the Average Guy TV, Jim? Yeah. This week on Home Gadget Geeks, we've been kind of going through a series where we're having some of our listeners. I invited our Patreon supporters on to nice. come and talk about, and we spent a bunch of time talking about Text Expander because I'm not a, I wasn't a oh, believer. Oh, dude. I know. I know. I thought about you the whole time, Dave Jackson. <laughs> So anyways, we spend a bunch of time kind of thinking about it and talking about it. And uh, I'll post it a little bit later uh, today out at HomeGadgetGeeks.com. Yeah, well, coming up at the end of the month on the 29th. So I need your answer by the 26th. I'm talking about how much time does it take to create an episode? And people are answering that. And it's, it's not a four to one ratio. It's many, many hours. So if you haven't answered that, again, go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash uh, question. So what I'm doing in this episode is either A, talking with Glenn the Geek, or B, talking about things you can do to speed up your production. 
because there are people, and, and it's not a bad thing, but there are people spending, you know, 15 hours on a 20 minute podcast. So I'm going to kind of start giving some hints on that. Uh, I might also, you talked earlier about uh, being yourself. That is somewhere coming to the school of podcasting. I found, uh, if you want to Google ahead of time, uh, Willie Nelson and George Carlin are two guys that started in one direction and went back to being themselves and found a lot more success than they did in their kind of uh, suits and above the collar haircuts and things like that. So um, that will be coming on the school of podcasting.com coming right up. We are going to answer the question from the working cows podcast, and you can hear it. If you're an awesome supporter, go to ask the slash awesome for the rest of you stick around for some post show. 